Okay, good, 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 good afternoon. Uh, if you're in the UK, uh, anywhere else in the world, uh, it could be a morning time or afternoon, evening, whatever time it is local to you, you are welcome to the prayer experience. Please share this video, let friends, family members know it is time to pray as usual. The prayer experience comes to you UK time, Monday to Friday, 1 p.m., and then weekends, 6 p.m. Also, we have the Daily Talks media channel. Can you please subscribe to our media channel, especially on YouTube? The more subscribers we have, the more the influence of this prayer ministry continues to expand on social media. Also, connect with us if you're live right now with us please connect with us, uh, share your prayer requests, prayer points, or praise reports. Let's know what the Lord is saying to you. We'd like to hear from you as well. We'd like to know what the Lord has been saying to you, especially in this Holy Week season, as we approach the Good Friday and Easter celebration, death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, we've got the prayer experience hotline there. Please take advantage of it, either for yourself or somebody you know, you think might need some prayer support. Somebody will be there at the end of the line to pray with them. Let's go into Thanksgiving. And you know, I'm reflecting so much on this week. What does it mean to us as believers? It is called the Holy Week. It is Holy Week because we remember Jesus riding on a donkey into Jerusalem and all the children and everyone was shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. And we know what happened. Soon after that, the religious rulers committed him uh, to the painful death of crucifixion. He died, but Praise God, on the third day he rose again from the dead. Why did he have to do all of that? Acts chapter 13 tells us, he says, And now we're here to bring you this good news. The promise was made to our ancestors, and God has now fulfilled it for us, their descendants, by raising Jesus from the dead. Jesus Christ was raised from the dead to fulfill the promises that were made unto us. Uh, it, it, you know, God said in the Garden of Eden, he said the, the serpent will bruise his heel, but it will bruise the head of the serpent. And you know, throughout history, men and women of prophetic eyes and insight were looking out to see who is that seed of the woman. And it is Jesus that is the seed of the woman on the cross. He bruised the, 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 the head of the serpent. Rising up from the dead, he bruised the head of the serpent. Yet the serpent inflicted wounds upon him on the cross. People beat him. People mocked him. They put a crown of, of thorns upon his head. That was the serpent bruising his heel. But praise God, he vanquished the enemy. And I want us to celebrate that and give thanks to God today to say, thank you, Lord, because you raised Jesus from the dead in fulfilling the, the fulfillment of all prophecies is in the raising of Jesus from the dead. That's why we are Christians today. That's why we are believers today. 
Can we give thanks to the Lord wherever you are? Say, thank you. Thank you, Lord, because you sent Jesus to die for me. And on the third day, he rose from the dead for my justification. He was buried because of my sins, but he was raised up so I can be declared righteous. Lord, we thank you for our brothers and sisters across the world uh, who are celebrating in this time the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ across the United States, across Canada, across Africa, across India, Philippine, uh, uh, Pakistan, the Philippines, Indonesia, China, all over the world. Christians are remembering that amazing, amazing gift of salvation that came through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. A quick one. Let's look at the word, uh, the inspired word, the power of his resurrection. It's important that not only do we know <laughs> that he died, it's important we experience the power of his resurrection. Look at what Apostle Paul was saying in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10. The New Living Translation says, I want to know Christ and experience. I like that. I want to know Christ and then experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death. You know, it's so important that we experience, we identify with everything Jesus Christ did for us on the cross, in the grave, when he rose up from the dead, to identify with everything that he did for us, okay? There is something that is left for us to suffer. We might suffer persecution as believers. Some of our brothers in Iran, our brothers in India, Pakistan, Indonesia, and some of these countries, North Korea, China, uh, parts of, uh, 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 of Africa in Mozambique, the northern part of Mozambique, Northern Africa. These are some of the countries where Christians, believers today, suffer real life persecution, where they can't worship freely. They can't worship God freely. They're still suffering. Uh, the, the, what is left behind. The Bible says what is left behind of the suffering of Christ. But there are some things he's accomplished for us. He died and he rose again so we can be delivered from the power of sin, so we can be delivered from the power of sickness and disease, so we can be delivered from the curse of the Lord, so we can be delivered from everything the powers of darkness wants to put on us. We'll say no. The reason we say no is because Jesus already rose from the dead. And in rising from the dead, praise God, he gave us the victory over the devil. He gave us the victory over the world. He gave us the victory over the flesh. He gave us the victory over the power of darkness. We need to experience that in our lives today in 2023. And so let's have a moment of reflection. And I want you to just, as intercessors, to talk to the Lord and say, God, I want to enjoy the fullness. I want to have the full experience of the resurrection power. The, the, the New Living Translation calls it his mighty power, his great power, his awesome power. 
that he used in raising Jesus from the dead. You know, Ephesians chapter 1, 17 to 19 talked about that we might know his mighty and great power that he used exacted when he raised Christ up from the dead and set him at his right hand, far above might and dominion, far above every name that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come. He has made us to sit in the heavenly places at the right hand of the Father. We are seated in the heavenly places. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. We just, our hearts are full of joy and thanksgiving. And we want to experience that in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's continue with our prayers this afternoon as we pray for the church. And our prayers bother that the church should display the grace of God to display God's grace. Look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. It says, God's purpose in all of this. Listen, we're still talking about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. What is the end goal of Jesus Christ? Uh, of God, I mean. The end goal, the ultimate purpose, his plan, his heart, his desire, is that in all of these, to use the church to display the wisdom, his wisdom in its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. He's talking about the same thing later on. Apostle Paul will talk about in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, where he says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And God says, I want to display my wisdom through the church. I want to teach principalities and powers my wisdom. I want to show them who I am, the, the I am that I am, the great one, the Lord of all lords. He said, I'll do that through the church. I'll use frail humans. I'll use weakened vessels, earthen vessels. I'll use them, these people that, 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 that the enemy thinks they don't amount to anything. I'll save them. I'll deliver them. And I'll use them to display my wisdom, display my glory, display my grace. Can we pray and say the church in every nation of the world, the church in England, the church in Wales, the church in Scotland, the church in Ireland, the church across the world will display the grace of God in all of its rich variety, the multifaceted wisdom of God. We pray that for the body of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. That Lord, the enemy, for a long time looking at the church, thinks we, thinks we are weaklings, think that we have no might. But Lord, you are our strength, you are our ability, and you are our might. We pray that your power will run and flow. The resurrection power will flow through the church, flow through every Christian, every child of God across the nations of the world. We pray that in the mighty name of Jesus, that the church in India will rise up. The church in Pakistan will rise up. The church in Burundi will rise up. The church in Zambia and Malawi will rise up across the world that the body of Christ will display the glory of God. And, and like it was in the, in, the, in the Acts of the Apostles, when the Sanhedrin, the rulers, uh, the religious rulers, they said, wow, these people have turned the city 
upside down with their miracles, with their signs, and with their wonders. What are we going to do to stop them? The church is unstoppable. Jesus said, I'm building my church, and the gates of Hades shall not be able to stand against it. Thank you, Lord, for the victorious church in Canada, the victorious church across Europe, the victorious church across the Caribbean countries and the United States. We bless your name in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I want us to pray for the nations, that the nations will come to repentance. You know, uh, many people are going to celebrate Easter. They don't even know who Jesus is. Some people are going to be celebrating uh, over this weekend in the United Kingdom. We'll see it. Good Friday night, you're going to see them. Thursday night, Good Friday, people are reveling in all their debauchery and all of that. Easter getaway, people going on holidays. For some people, Easter is holiday. Easter is less drink. Easter is less party. But we want to pray that they will come to salvation. They will come to repentance. Look at this scripture. It says, for Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. Easter is about bringing people to God. Can we pray that people in our family, people in our neighborhood, people in our communities, people in our nation, that in this season, as the gospel is being preached one way or the other, in on the streets, online, in local churches, people's ears and hearts will be open and they will repent of their sins. Can we pray that? Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just want to pray on behalf of the nations. We want to pray on behalf of as many people as are yet to know Jesus as Lord and Savior, as many as are yet to give their hearts to him. And, and, and Lord, people, every single day they leave, it's one less day, one less day, because it is appointed unto man once to die, after that is judgment. And Jesus came to rescue man, uh, men and women from their lives of sins. We want to pray that over the next few days, many across the nations will come to salvation in the name of Jesus. Many will be saved from Preston to Blackburn to Burnley to Middlesbrough to Newcastle across Wigan in the name of Jesus. All over the northwest of England, all over the United Kingdom, we pray that let there be a revival, let there be a stirring. Let there be an awakening. Let there be a spiritual harvest coming into the barn, spiritually speaking. Touch the hearts of men and women. Convict them of their sins, oh God. We pray for nations across the world. We pray that as many of us have had, we have family members, we have children, grandchildren, we've got people in our sphere of influence, our friends who don't know God yet. That, Lord, will you give us a word to speak to them? Will you give us, Lord, the inspiration, the boldness to be able to uh, encourage people to come to know Jesus in this time and in this season? Let that happen. Let there be testimonies all over the place of salvation and redemption in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. You know, I remember many, many, many years ago, it was within April, around Easter season, 
that I, I really made up my mind as a teenager to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I have not looked back ever since then. I pray that somebody will have that kind of testimony in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. I want us to pray for peace in Ukraine. Some of us may already know some of the intrigue, some of the drama, some of the things that are happening right now, you know, between Russia and Ukraine. It's taking another dimension. It's taking another turn. But our job on prayer experience is to keep praying and prophesying peace over that region in the name of Jesus. Look at this scripture. It says it succinctly in Romans chapter 15 and verse 33. And now may God who gives his peace be with you all. God who gives peace. Can we pray, brethren, and say, Lord, you're the one that gives peace. Will you bring peace over the region of Ukraine and Russia? This has gone on for too long. We don't want it to develop into anything else, but we want it to de-escalate. And Lord, let there be negotiations. Let there be mediation. Let there be peace talks in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that, Lord, over the land, over the nations, over the people in the name of Jesus. We pray for President Putin of Russia. We pray for President Zelensky of Ukraine. Father, somehow, somehow, Lord, you are the God of peace. Will you intervene in this situation? Uh, We pray for all those that surround these leaders, Lord, that they will not be warmongers. They will not be people who are just stoking the embers of war again and again, revenge and violence, that Lord, somehow, the United Nations, the European Union, we pray, Father, for aid agencies and, and other agencies that will step in and find a way of de-escalating the crisis in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it be, Lord, that something will begin to happen in the spiritual, even as we pray, and we will see the physical manifestation not too long from now. Peace over Russia and Ukraine. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Finally, we're on to healing prayers. And I want us to look at this scripture again. Wow, I just love this piece of scripture. I can I can read it every day for the rest of my life. It's full of life. It's full of life, you know. I, I, I used this scripture to preach yesterday in our local church. What a blessing. It blessed me. <laughs> really blessed me. It says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. If you're on the platform right now and you need healing in your body, why don't you put that prayer request right now? Put it up on the platform. There are other people who, beside myself, are looking at your comments. And as they read it, they will pray along. And where two or three are gathered together in my name, There I am in the midst of them. Jesus himself, the healer, the healing Jesus. He says, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? There is balm in Gilead and there's a great physician with us. His name is Jesus. As you put that prayer request down, the Lord will touch you. Wherever you are, whether it's in India or you are in Tunisia or you are in Ghana, the Lord will touch you. Let us pray together. Intercessors, join me and let us pray together for everyone right now that needs the healing touch of God. Father, we want to pray and we stand against every infirmity, 
every sickness, every disease. We stand in unity of faith together with as many right now as believe you, Lord, for healing in their bodies, healing in their minds, healing in their spirit. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we come against the spirit of liver disease, the spirit of kidney disease, the spirit of heart uh, behind heart disease, every kind of uh, uh, disease, every kind of illness, every kind of ailment in the mighty name of Jesus. We stand against tuberculosis. We stand against all symptoms uh, of tumor and cancer in the human bodies right now. We also pray for mental health in the name of Jesus that where there's something not right uh, mentally, emotionally, psychologically, in the mighty name of Jesus, the very God of shalom, the very God of peace, uh, will speak peace, uh, not in missing, not in broken over every life. Right now, we proclaim that the healing master, Jesus Christ himself, is right now touching lives, touching people. In the name of Jesus, we pray amen and lord we believe that we receive in jesus name we believe that we receive in jesus name and if you want to say that with me i believe that i receive my healing in the name of jesus and i'll go ahead to say thank you lord for hearing my prayers thank you lord because your ears are ever attentive to our cry and we thank you even for the physical manifestation in times to come in jesus mighty name we pray amen thank you everyone for praying with us it's been such a blessing and a pleasure to be able to lead us in prayer but you know the good thing about it all is that you are there standing in unity of faith with us and we're praying every day smashing down the powers of darkness and exalting this jesus christ of nazareth who wants who 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 wants who once lived on on the planet earth but he's alive right now in Jesus, <laughs> in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Because he says in his name, there he is in the midst of us. And we thank you, Lord. I'm just excited because I know that your testimony is next on the line. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Please subscribe to Daily Talks Media. Um, thank you for those of you who have already subscribed. We, we just appreciate you. We're going to be back tomorrow. It's a Tuesday and it's 1 p.m. It's the Holy Week. Don't forget, we're going to be praying and calling down the power of God, the resurrection power. Have a wonderful day. See the Lord, I am
Jesus Christ. Oh.